If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This is The Boob Show, episode 186 for August 27th, 2018. stop i want to keep watching you dance if you didn't stop soon i was gonna pass out people don't come to the live show you're missing out brian dunaway always does a little jig at the top of the thing is it a jig or a gig a gig i think it's a jig it it takes me a whole gig to get it started (laughs) very nice hey uh welcome back to the show everybody it's time for another boop show that's where we talk about the video games we're big fans of the uh of the world of video games and by gum that's what we do I had somebody email me last week and says, how come you guys aren't like um, covering the latest news all the time? I said, well, we do a little news story, but our goal here is not to be like every other show. There's a billion of those. You can go find those anyplace. I don't think you need any of that stuff in your life. I think what you need right here, right now, is a little uh, injection of hot Brian and Johnson. It's 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 a sit down like you would with your friend because, you know, you sit down and talk to your friend. Oh, dude. Dude, have you seen the latest news? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. You talk about you talk about. Oh, I played this game. It reminded me of this, and it was fun. And I yes, that's, that's, yeah. that's the gaming conversation we want to. That's do, right? the one we're gonna make. That's the one we're making. And we begin it today with a discussion of a game that I played this week. Uh, we each played. Well, we we talk about three games that we played each. I feel like I'm telling <laughs> people the format today, and I don't know why I'm doing that. I'll, I'll stop doing it now. Um, no, tell them every time because otherwise they'll be confused and they'll send us messages like, why didn't you repeat the name of the game 20 mm, times? That's a good point. It's a fair point. Yeah. Well, uh, this week, last week, rather, something went on sale. So like a giant sucker, I went ahead and got it. Uh, pleased that I did, though, because I could always return it if I didn't like it. I like Steam's return policy. If you don't like it, you need to return it yeah, pretty you, quick. You're, you're the reason why they're going to jank that. They're just going to yank it one day. It's like, no, you know what? Too much Scott Johnson's going on I don't on do it here. very often. It's very rare that I do it. And even then, if you play more than two hours of anything, they won't let you return it. So Yes, got to learn can't, that the hard way. You can't like get some AAA title, beat it, and then go, I didn't like it, and get your money back. It doesn't work that way. Uh, you got to know right away. So I picked up Battletech for the PC. Oh, yeah. Now, you may, uh, you may be familiar with the Battletech universe and various 90s implementations of the Battletech strategy games as well as the mech warrior series which i think is all tied together i'm not a giant super knowledgeable guy about all the background with the BattleTech uh lore and stuff so i don't know if it's all connected i think it is but right. uh anyway BattleTech uh, harkens back to the the old uh turn-based bunch of mechs fighting deal move game and how those- can you beat bunch of mechs <laughs> fighting thing game you can't well you can't beat also, it also i thought that i was getting this confused with another game that's free Oh, what mech, were you thinking of? Mech Warrior. Oh, I think well, Mech Warriors. Yeah, well, Mech Warrior is the new. So, all right. So, just a little bit of history. P- 
pretty much broken history because I don't understand this entirely. So forgive me if I get any of these facts wrong. Chat room, feel free to correct me. Uh, but you got, and if I if I'm not totally dumb, I think BattleTech may have been like a board game first. I think that's a tabletop experience first and foremost. Mm-hmm. It could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. Never played it, so I'm not totally sure. But here's the deal. Uh, you got your BattleTech, which is like your top-down, uh, turn-based, uh, go-kill-the-other-guy strategy title, all right? Uh, and that's what this is. It's just a, bre- a brand-new, fresh version of it, okay? It was on Kickstarter, did well, came out. MechWarrior, not MechWarrior, chat room, MechWarrior was an offshoot of that. was more of an action thing, so all the way up to MechWarrior 4, which is a fantastic game. Uh, you played basically it was a shooter uh, with mechs, and they had overheating and like yeah. weird weapon stuff, oh, so lots fun. of customization. It was great. And then, but jump up a bunch of years, nobody's doing mech games anymore for some reason. It just kind of fell off. And then you got your uh, uh, your Hawken that got released. Oh yeah, Hawken. I forgot about Hawken. I played Hawken for a hot minute. Yeah, that came out on PC, and I really liked it. Basically, it was just yep. a first-person shooter, though, which was... I think if you if you looked on YouTube, you may find where me and Scott played a minute of Hawken. I, I could have swore me and you oh, actually... We may have. We may have played Hawken. Got together. Yeah, actually, yeah. I think that may actually be true. I was a big fan of Hawken when it came out. Uh, the problem with Hawken is they didn't they stopped supporting it on their PC platform, and they moved to consoles, and now it looks like they're shutting all of it down. So apparently no! things didn't work out very well for the Hawken people. I feel bad about that because that was a nifty game, and I think they had something going there. I don't know if it's just bad management or weird decisions. I don't know, but it was a fun multiplayer experience. Maybe in the in the in the current world of Fortnite and Overwatch and all that stuff, you just can't you just can't hang. I guess I don't know. Right. right. Um. All right. That being said, then along comes Mech Warrior Online, which attempted to do a similar thing, but much more tactical, a little slower, uh, more true to the origins of that stuff. But it's a free to play thing, and it still exists as far as I know. I think that Mech Warrior Online thing is still a thing. That's the game you're talking about. That's what people I think are playing. The, I think that's the free to play. I think you're right. Now, along comes Kickstarter, no. and they go, "Hey, everybody, remember the old uh, strategy title? Guess what? We're making BattleTech, and we're making it happen, and uh, contribute now." And it killed it on Kickstarter. It did finally come out. Uh, rave reviews at the time. Although right now there's some like weird activity on Steam that this looks good. Yeah, it is good. So here's what I'm going to say. I like. I like the miniatures because it looks like you're kind of playing miniatures, like probably the original game was. Right? Kinda and kind of not. Like on uh, it, it's definitely minute. Well, okay, I guess. I mean, it's the turn-based tactical thing. Your mechs are little dudes on a big battlefield. You're moving right. those little dudes around, uh, and they are they're not that little. They're huge, towering mechs, but you you can kind of rise above the action and. And, you know, issue your commands from from a tactical sort of battlefield perspective. And then when you want to actually go like get up uh, close and personal, it has like action cams that kick in when you're shooting something or sometimes when you're doing movement. So then it's like very first person or just over the shoulder or whatever. And you can hear them just going kaboosh, 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 just like stomping through the desert or the forest or wherever you're you're fighting. Uh, If you've played XCOM in the last couple of years you know kind of where I'm heading here. That's this kind of game. This is like XCOM Enemy Within and then the newer one, which whose name oh. I forget, XCOM 2. It's a lot like that. Um, but you could also have said in the past that XCOM, the original XCOM was a lot like Battletech. I mean, this is just turn-based, yeah. you know, strategy title, 101 kind of stuff. Um, I like this a bit 
better than at least the first XCOM reboot because I wasn't a big fan of all of the um, uh, base management stuff. And you don't really have as much of that here. Um, you have some things like, you know, you're managing the tech of your of your uh, of your mechs. You're trying to get them upgraded. You're trying to get better weapon technology, less overheating. Yeah, your mech tech. Yes. By the way, you can stand in water to cool down, which is awesome. Oh, now that yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah, if there's I don't a lake, know how that really stands up as far as science goes, but I like it. Well, you, if there's a lake, you just go stand in it and then psh, <laughs> you, like steam all over the place. And, Do you steam it? Yeah. Do you like... <laughs> And I'm pretty sure. So you're basically peeing in the lake. I'm pretty. I'm getting? pretty sure the old games had this feature as well. I don't remember though. I'm pretty right. sure they did. Is it really a feature? Uh, it's more <laughs> of a requirement in my right in my thinking. Um. Anyway, to, uh, quick gameplay uh, overview. It's is it's exactly what you think it is. You take turns. The enemy takes their turns. You try to have the upper hand. Uh, you try to win. It really sucks when your mechs get blown up. There are there's a hardcore mode, so you can get to a place where, you know. If you die, you're dead forever. Um, if you want to play that kind of Iron Man thing, or there's there's much easier modes where you're just sort of focused on the game. Uh, oh. Story's okay. Voice acting's a little creaky. It's not great. It's okay. Uh, Their cutscenes, they've opted to go with kind of, you know, that animatic comic kind of deal. Totally, oh, yeah. totally I'm works okay for with me. That. Totally it works can, for me. It can fit. Yeah, yeah not, a, fit. not a problem. They've gone with a very gritty artist. It has a very cool kind of, sketchy rough paint feel and i think it works mm -hmm. for the quality of the game and i really like it so i'd it say good. i don't think it's still on sale but 24 bucks is what it was on well, sale for so i picked it up for well, that you did you did good because uh that that was uh is there any deal.com to go there you'll see that 24.99 is an excellent price for this game currently it is sitting at 39.99 on the steam unless you want to get the digital deluxe edition yeah and who uh, wants or, that or really? or wait 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 if you're really into it you can get the whole Paradox Interactive Collection bundle, only $651.33 right now. Well, that's all their games. You don't want all those, do you? Do you? Maybe you do. You, you save 23%. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> my biggest complaint is that uh, it is there's a multiplayer mode, and I'm terrified of it. And it's not really a complaint. What? I'm just afraid. I'm afraid. Are you afraid that people got mad skills? Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm afraid yourself? they're gonna get. I'm gonna get myself murdered in a way that is embarrassing, embarrassing and ridiculous and over the top, and I'm gonna regret my life choices if right. I play right. multiplayer. So I'm not doing that yet. That's yeah. I had that same fear for any Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. I always feel like anytime I start a new Call of Duty game, I always feel like, oh, I didn't know this had been out for six months. Mm -hmm. Why is everybody else so much better than me? Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Uh, the video I'm watching right now, for some reason, they opted not to do any of the action cam stuff. I actually think that really adds to it. I understand mm -hmm. if you're sort of sick of that, you just want to use the top down, and I get it. But I kind of like the watching a mech go <laughs> and crash through some That's trees. Half, and the, half the fun is is existing in a world where something is much larger than you, and, it, and as a consequence, moves so much slower mm -hmm. and with such power. Each you know each collision with the ground is boom yeah, yeah and everything shakes for just a second i love that kind of stuff it's pretty good now brian yeah. uh your first game is one i actually own and forgot i had uh so tell right. me about data wing because data wing i have this and i forgot i think i may have downloaded it and never played it so an android ios game well you are missing out because i was just perusing through some you know i was just perusing through the store just kind of flipping around google play store 
And I'm like looking through. It's like, hey, if you like this game, might like this game. And I was like, what is this game? 4.8. That's pretty, pretty good out of five. That's pretty darn good. Came out last year. Let me load this up. And at first I was kind of like, oh, look at all that neon. Mm -hmm. And what is this emoticon trying to tell me? Because it's very simple graphics. Uh, you're you're in this neon screen and you got like you know you got these it's almost these like mazes uh, it's, made a, out of, it's almost like vector right wouldn't you say a little bit like vector yeah art. it's, it's kind of like vector. so okay so the first thing you think is like oh wow i didn't know they remade asteroids because you know you're a little triangle that's that's your character he's just a little triangle and he's living in a little neon world yeah. uh, and he's being talked to by a little uh little emoticon uh called mother and that emoticon starts telling you this story and at first i kind of was like ah, get out of here with your story i don't need no story this is a simple race type game where i've got to race through areas and do my thing you're like story i'm on the toilet i don't need any story while i'm on the toilet i don't need no story i don't need no story while i'm on the toilet yeah. but what it did do is slowly started winning me over with the story same time this being an incredible amount of fun and looking the, the controls are so simple. Okay, so the controls are just this. It, it, I'm playing on my Android phone. Uh, this is iOS as well. Uh, Left-hand side of the screen, you take a left. If you push the right-hand side of the screen, you take a right. If you push both sides of the screen at the same time, you stop. Okay, easy enough. Now, the way you really get some speed going, though, is the, the mazes you're going through. If you get close up to the walls, your exhaust hits the wall, and it it glows the whole the whole area just glows and you start you just take off and you go mm. and you fly really fast mm. and if you really like if you like games where you drift yeah. this game is a drift game dream come true now i see why and, i downloaded this uh, once you this, get into that groove yeah i see why i downloaded it i don't know why i didn't play it i'm just looking at it this is totally up my up my alley this looks like something i'd like Oh, it is so, like I said, it's a drift racing game, essentially what it is. The idea is that you're a data wing. You're being, you're being uh, managed by a mother who is essentially a, I, I'm not sure if they're supposed to, mother is supposed to be a program or supposed to be the actual hardware that you exist in, but you're in, uh, you're, you're in basically a computer type world, a data world where your job is to, uh, from from the start point to the end point and usually you've got to do it in a certain amount of time sometimes you're racing against other data wings and you're trying to accomplish this task and there the, just the writing is just so much fun in this interaction with mother and uh what happens and your your data is a little poopy according to scott is is it how bad is it uh it's pretty crusty I, I, but it's not it? so bad about... it's not so bad that we can't hear you but i have a feeling you're you're way lagged compared to me i'm thinking burp. okay brian's back burp. sorry okay burp, 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 burp. so we were just saying how cool it was and that you like it oh so not only that i love it game of the year whoa okay, shut up much. you're a okay liar. no 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 but it is it is an amazing game i mean it uh like i said if you if you like those if you like the drift games and you like a good story because the story gets really good uh, about maybe 10, 15 minutes in because it goes from uh, you're being uh, just a, a, a passive observer uh, to what's going on around you to uh, you start learning more about characters that own uh, the PC that you're currently on. Yeah. And so you start intercepting all this information about these characters so every time you finish a race you get a little bit of story chunk 
mm-hmm. a little bit more. And then as you as you go along, you run into other uh, characters who are emoticons. It's a very simple game. Is it? Uh, it's, it's, it's I like that they've I like that they've tacked some story in there. Do you know if um, uh, this has controller support, Wi-Fi controller support, or something? Seems you know, like that would, would benefit I, from that. I would almost, I almost would not want controller support mm. because of the way it, it the way it it does so well with the touch mm. and and it's just uh i i don't think i would enjoy it as much on a on a controller i could be wrong well. but i i feel like i feel like it was designed with mobile devices in mind mm. especially uh cell phones and i feel like they nailed it they took all the things that make these kind of games good and they made it great i'm okay with that I like, four, hey, look, four, I like four nine review out of a five. That's pretty good. You don't get much That's better like, than that in yeah. this world we live in. All right, the next game yeah. we're going to talk about is uh, a little game called Punxel. Punxel, sorry, Punxel Tony Pin. <laughs> what? <laughs> Pixel no. Punk XL. And uh, chat room seeing some video right now, and some of you, if you're uh, old like me, you're going, "Oh, it's like Descent." Uh, not only does it look like Descent, it looks like crappy old Quake level graphics without any hardware acceleration or uh, you know fanciness. And you'd be correct. That's basically what this is. Um, now I know I've talked a couple of times recently about a couple of games that are basically, or at least about one other game that is basically a, a modern remake of Descent. I think that game is called. Shoot, I forgot what that game is called. Ascent. No, it's the one that I talked about a while ago. Anyway. Uh, yeah, this is what this is. Like a six degree of movement shooter. You're inside of oh. some big space hulky thing. Uh, the right. video link's right there, Brian, if you want to see it. And uh, you go in there and you shoot stuff and it looks like you're playing Quake because everything's like, uh, you know, aliased and kind of shite looking. Uh, and it works somehow. This was only like two bucks. That's, Two bucks, where at? Did you pick it up off the Steam sale or something? Well, that's the other thing is no. I just saw, well, I saw it on Steam, and it right. showed that it was uh, not on sale. But Well, no, I don't, maybe it was, but it was showing just this cheap price of like, I don't know, two, three bucks. And I went, oh, well, I'll right. do that. That's dumb. Like, why, I, I would do that even if it sucked because I just want to see and then talk yeah. about it on the show if it's any good or not. Turns out it's pretty good. So if oh. you want your Descent Fix to be soaked in a nostalgic sort of yeah. layer of old looking tech even though i don't think it's i think it's actually faking it um, yeah it, but i'm i think you're right it it looks like quake one era graphics yeah like quake with, one and it absolutely looks like descent i mean it's there's no question yeah about it. so it's like quake one and um like a playstation one kind of that era right. of polygon not quite as jittery maybe but definitely a pc era that we all remember from about I don't know, 97, 98? 97, yeah. Um, So anyway, it's the other thing about it is, hey, guess what? Scott picked a game that has roguelike elements. Absolutely, it does. Uh, The levels are randomly generated. You go, they're they're pretty impressive. I don't know how they're doing it. Um, You go in there, you shoot a bunch of stuff. If you die, you're dead, and you know, you got to go back in and do it again, and you bring stuff back with you to make it better the next time, that sort of stuff. So it's following that uh, thing. It's one dude who made this uh it's it's totally worth two bucks like i feel like i'm ripping them off honestly just a little bit feels like a bit of a ripoff like you don't feel too bad it's up to four bucks now so i mean it ah. must have been on sale then yeah still worth four bucks um even if even if all you get out of is kind of a nostalgic fun little 
little rip through a game, uh, I, I think I think you probably dig it. And there's some really yeah, cool, I- really cool level uh, effect stuff going on. The video we're looking at right now is like kind of Tron mode, and I don't think that's. I think that's just the level he's on. I haven't seen this yet, um, but it's great. There's pickups. There's better weapons to grab, uh, dudes to shoot. It's hard. That's the other thing. Is I sucked real bad, yeah. real hard. Um, but uh, anyway, it's really neat. I think it's worth picking well, up. I'm, I'm all stoked about this anyway. I've been, I've been having a bit of a nostalgia kick because uh, I've been, I've been listening to uh, the Masters of Doom, that uh, audio book uh, that Will Wheaton is reading. I think it's also a book, but I just have the audio book version uh, as narrated by Will Wheaton. It is about the two Johns, Carmack and Romero. Oh. Yeah. Uh, back. Yeah. Have you have you listened to that audiobook? No, but um, there's Masters a there's a great local. I, I do want to read that book slash listen to it, or I'll probably end up reading it. But um, you got to listen to it because Will Wheaton does a fantastic job of narrating it. Really? All right. Yeah. I like uh. So, so there's a Utah connection to this. Uh, back in the day, before ID Software took off, John Romero mm-hmm. worked about twenty about fifteen or twenty minutes from here at a uh, software store called Software and More. I think oh. his parents owned it or his uncle did or something. So he was known Wouldn't have been his, his parents, not according to the book. No. Those parents are a real pill, according to Will Wheaton. Yeah. <laughs> right. Will Wheaton's got all the scoop on everybody. <laughs> anyway. He's, uh, just, he's just reading it. To he's go check it job. out. Pixel Punk XL. It's like four bucks right now. And yeah. it's kind of dumb worth it game i like it right masters of doom uh, i think i i think i picked that up as well i got that on the humble bundle recently i believe it had some audiobooks that were game related and i picked it up there and i've been listening to it and enjoying it okay when i'm playing games well why don't you tell me about klaus klaus i have no idea what klaus is klaus i had no idea either until i decided that this time around my ps uh my playstation plus games had kind of failed me even though there were some decent games this time around i just wasn't interested this time and so i needed something and i i i fell back to brian's old ways of hey here's a demo that's free oh you like them right yeah. Yeah. yeah so i decided to download this it was made in 2016 it's klaus uh you you uh awake uh in a uh in a basement and only only thing you have you have your very very born identity kind of stuff. You have no idea who you are. You don't know where you're at. You don't know what's going on. You just know that you're wearing your little your little uh, cubicle work outfit. You know, like when you're at an office, your little office outfit. And the only thing you got is Klaus mm. written on your arm. Mm. And uh, and you gotta make it out of these puzzles. So it's a puzzle platformer. So even Klaus uh, even Klaus doesn't know his origin. He doesn't know Klaus. That- we assume his name is Klaus, but that's no guarantee. We just know that the word Klaus is on his arm. And since I just did the demo, I didn't get the finale to the story. And I'm interested in seeing the rest of it. But I got to say, before I even get into the review, 20 bucks for a 2016 game that's a puzzle platformer that may or may not give me two, three hours worth of entertainment i just don't know if I'm ready to part with the 20 bucks yet. Maybe when it goes on sale, I would even be willing to take a chance it may be 15 but at 20 there's a so that's such a competitive a market yeah it's a at lot. 20 
It's a lot. Uh, so, so yeah, so this is a, a, a puzzle platformer, but it is a lot of fun because uh, you've got this little plucky little music in the background constantly going on. It kind of keeps you going, and it feels like a little dance, and you're, you're, uh, you're being led through uh, these puzzles by by text that is appearing on screen sometimes that text turns into platforms it's kind of it kind of plays with the idea that you know you're you're seeing the words and you're interacting with the words and sometimes the words actually physically mean something uh in the game other would, than just this you know it's, would you it's, would you say you're getting ideas. kind of a you're getting kind of a meat boy super meat boy vibe uh kind of you game? know i I've I've heard people compare it to Meat Boy, but not to me because yes, some of the puzzles are brutal, but not at a fast pace. I never felt like I was at a fast pace, and that's one of the things that, to me, seems like is going on with Meat Boy. Because when you go through a puzzle, when you go through, it's fast. It's like boom, 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 and either you make it or you don't. Yeah, Super Meat right? Boy is a chaos generator. That's it what is that game a is. chaos generator, absolutely. Whereas Klaus is a little more laid back. Now, the some of the puzzles are brutal. There's one area, and I recorded this, uh, and I'm going to post it later, but there is one area where I have to go uh, jump these platforms, and underneath the platforms is this fast-moving conveyor belt, and uh, you have all these these platforms that are rotating in counterclockwise and clockwise directions. There's so much going on. I was on that particular puzzle probably for close to 30 minutes, mm. and it was just a constant uh, death. Just like boom, dead, boom, dead, boom, dead, and I was getting kind of frustrated. Well, does it let you start but, right away? Like you can come right back and get right back in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Respawn at your at your last checkpoint. So there's little checkpoints as you go along, and so but no uh, load times, right? Is there any load times no, or okay? No load times at all because uh, it's it's a very seamless puzzle that you're going through, and it looks like a platformer in that way. It's not like Meat Boy where you kind of got. In, in between screens and stuff. This is this is very fluid, and you stop at checkpoints, and you just keep going. Sounds uh, all right. It what's that? It sounds all right. It's, it's it's all right. It's all right. That's exactly what I would say. If uh, I I I'm interested in finishing the story. I am interested in getting this game uh, because the, the story is kind of intriguing because you're you do start to learn things about yourself along the way but not much it's mostly about your personality so far in the demo mm. i don't know why i'm here what klaus means i am curious but not so curious that i'm willing to unlock the key yeah but it's a good looking i like the bucks. i like the art style yeah the art style is kind of cartoony and kind of silly and there's a point where i saw in the ad where i get to where i'm gonna have an assistant who looks like me and he's wearing the same he, he's wearing the same you know casual wear button up with a loose tie kind of casual Friday kind of thing. Uh, but he's like really big. He's giant. And apparently he's going to help me along the way. Yeah, so there's a, it, what it looks like in the video I'm watching right now is that you, for, for a big chunk of the game, you're just little Klaus man. But yes. then eventually you get this super power ability where he kind of just hangs out with you and you're sort of part of him. <laughs> and now you've got right. this like super strength, like, yeah, extra body. And with the, some of the puzzles are pretty cool because a lot of this uh, uh, platform puzzles where you have to go, okay, I've got to jump from here to here and I got to time it just right. Yeah. But then there's some where uh, it, you actually get to chapters two and three and four, and it it changes where you're uh, where the everything's in a glitch. So uh, all the everything is like you remember Yars Revenge and mm -hmm. that one bar of of pixels that were flying back and forth. It was all different colors and stuff. Yeah. I'm talking about yeah, yeah, so anyway 
kind of got that vibe going on. Everything is glitching and flipping like this. And yeah, I was and gonna say it and, looks like you're like in a. It's another one of these games where you're trapped in a computer world or something. Like everything's right. you know exactly glitching. Oh and no, so, there's a virus. We gotta stop the virus, kind of thing. <laughs> right. So you'll approach one puzzle and you're like, how am I gonna get past this puzzle? Because I can't jump that far. And then you realize, oh, you die on on the spikes. And then you can jump on your body because the body doesn't disappear right away. It does disappear at a certain amount of time, but you can just like you can just pile Klaus's up, pow, 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 dead Klaus, dead Klaus, dead Klaus, dead Klaus, and then jump over and boom, 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 and get to your end puzzle. So it was a good way to waste. Uh, the demo lasted for maybe like an hour, hour and a half for me, and uh, you know it was fun. It was fun. I want to get this game. I really do. Mm. I just. It's got to be the right price. We'll right let price. you continue where you were. It's not that kind of demo. I Probably not. Usually these demos on the PlayStation 4, usually it is a standalone and outside. It's not like usually. There's usually not an unlock on demos usually on the PlayStation 4. Right, right. It's uh, it's just uh, install that one. Yeah, yeah. Put this next one in. Good luck, sucker. Yeah, good luck, everybody. But all the right. good news is, since I figured out the puzzles, it should go pretty quick. Yeah, it should be all right. I also played a whole lot of Warcraft. I'm not going to show video for it. What? I'm not going to talk Get about it. Here. I'm not going to say much except like some kind of weirdo. Uh, after I capped 120 with my demon hunter and I went and did a bunch of dungeons and started to gear that dude up, getting him ready for raiding and uh, mythics and all that. Right. Uh, I went ahead and started leveling the, the good old uh, freaking Beastmaster Hunter. And uh, now he's level 116 working on 120. And wow. It's kind of embarrassing how much WoW I'm playing. I'm doing most of it at night, so uh, late nights up way too late. Uh, WoW at night. Like, I'm tired uh, now. Wow like, right night. now, I could just go, just lay over <laughs> and sleep. But I'm not going to. But, uh, yeah, that but you don't, great. No, that's great. That makes for a less interesting podcast. Yeah, I Scott agree. takes a nap. Yeah, that's true. Playing a little bit yeah. with my kids, too. They're both, they're both running uh, characters now, and it's just nice to be back into WoW when it's in its prime and having a blast and... It's, it's yeah. great. It's great. Nothing wrong with that. All right, Brian, we'll jump no. straight to Stone Shard Prologue, which I own and have barely touched. What? But we need to talk about this game because my first impression of it isn't amazing. So you tell me right. about Stone Shard Prologue. All right, let me tell you because Techie Geek and Pikusaru both recommended this week for me to on Twitter that I grab the Stone Shard Prologue. And I was like, oh, what? It's a roguelike. You should be talking to Scott. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to give this a try. Sure enough, uh, Stone Shard Prologue is what we call a fake out. It's a demo. Okay, so it, it really is just a demo. It's a, it's a taste of what is to come because this game is still very much in alpha. It is not slated to really come out until 2019, in which case you will buy the Stone Shard official game it is a roguelike as we said and uh yeah it's uh i i can understand why you might get frustrated because it feels at this point a little incomplete it's a good idea though because right. you start out as a prisoner uh in a in a dungeon and there is a vampire guard is there often are in my roguelikes yeah. right there's not, he looks and like a little Jason Statham, by the way. This little guy. He does like Jason Statham. Actually, I thought he like a Brian, like a really buff Brian Ibbitt, yeah. or a, or a Jason Statham. But he's got a little bit of beard. But he's 16 pixels of buff. Yeah. And you start out, and you have to you have to take off your shackles, which is very easy. All you do is you drag them from your uh, character's inventory from uh, being on to being off. 
and you start out immediately and apparently the buddy the guy you've been rooming with in this cell his name is Locke, and uh if you loot his body you get a, a lock pick mm. oh how spot on mm. uh and apparently you didn't feel <laughs> the need to try to escape until there was some kind of upsetting uh some kind of earthquake, I suppose. And what happens is these stone blocks fall on the vampire guard, and that gives you uh, the the motivation to finally stop being a prisoner and break out. Mm. And this is exactly what you do. So uh, you get all your stuff, get your lockpick, you pick your way out of the prison, and uh, you're trying to make your way out of the prison. How far I've made it so far. I played a couple of hours. Uh, the gameplay did get repetitive for me because... Uh, Going from floor to floor is how you make progression. Mm. So you're in the basement at first, and you might make it past there. If you die, you have to start back over in the prison. Yeah. Uh, so each checkpoint is on a different floor. So you have to complete the whole floor before you can go to the next level. Uh, the I don't know. The prison uh, level is the same all the time. It's, that starts out the same. You do the thing. You you have to you have to do some trickery with some traps and stuff so you can get by. But once you get on the second level, uh, that is where everything is procedurally generated. And each level that you get to, each uh, each time you get to a new level, you have to find the stairway out of, of that level. And as, as you go along the way, you have to loot boxes, uh, beat up uh, beat up boxes so you can get swords and mana and potions and all those good things that we love to loot for. This is all and, my uh, favorite stuff. Everything you've said. Here's the problem. When I cracked it, really it open, is. the control is yes. weird. It doesn't feel great. That's my biggest problem. It doesn't control as well as it should. And maybe that's because right. they're nowhere near done. And this is just a prologue. And when the thing's done, it'll be incredible. But what I wanted is a snappy, if it's going to be mm. an action RPG, it's, it's kind of turn-based action RPG hybrid because the, mov the movement is like turn-based. Because uh, you'll move a little, bad guy will move a little. You move a little, bad yes. guy moves a little. But the actual combat is real-time, like Diablo or an action RPG. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. it's a little confusing in that regard. I don't mind that. It just feels slow. It feels like they've got a really good start. And I'm very excited about yeah. what's coming. Because I do like, like you said, it is turn-based. But it's not like one-to-one turn-based. It's like, oh, if I if I go over 16 squares, each tile is a turn, mm -hmm. and that's fine. You are allowed to move as many turns as you want until you're engaged by the bad guys, uh, or you can't go any further on the screen. And so, uh, you know, the different parts of your health are affected uh, for certain amounts of time, and based on that effect, uh, it may last like 20 turns. So you may, you know, get get your you might get beat up and mm -hmm. be bleeding and you know it might bleed for 20 turns and so you have to get to another part of the screen i kind of like some of the things they got going on though if you really break down some of the mechanics of the game they got some really good ideas that are going to be really entertaining when the full thing comes out i kind of almost wish they hadn't released this prologue because it does leave a little bit of bad taste in your mouth to think oh it's kind of i'm with you it's kind of uh I, I see what you're trying to do, but right now it's just a little bit frustrating. Until you get the balance right, I think that might have been better to to wait just a little bit longer. But well, I, I have I have great hope for it. It's one of those games I have a great hope for. Well, I'm excited. We'll see how it goes. I played it. Uh, I can see the potential. Just need to yes. see it through. Hopefully, they'll keep. 
Maybe they'll update the prologue as they improve certain control systems and stuff like that. That'd be cool. Just didn't seem very deep. Yeah. Uh, as far as the, it, it felt like a lot of the rooms, I was just doing the same thing. I could almost tell you the outcome every time I would go against certain, uh, yeah. certain bad guys. I could almost absolutely tell you what the outcome was going to be before I even entered a room like, oh, well, I'm about to die or, oh, I yeah. should to clear this. No problem. Yeah. You know, that, that felt kind of bad. And also the procedurally generated uh, levels are kind of really all over the place because one time I generated and it was like nothing but it was just nothing but mana stuff. Mm. And then the next time I generated, I had so many weapons. Everything was a weapon and it was all these really cool weapons. And the next time I wouldn't get any weapons. Mm. And so it just needs to be a little bit more balanced. It, It needs more work. It needs work. Okay. Well, we'll watch. We'll check back in on Stone Shard. Stone Shard. Uh, when it comes out, and the prologue is currently available on Steam for money. For free? Is it free? No, okay. for free. Yeah, the prologue is free. It's a demo. All like right, said, Scott, go get the demo. A, Play the demo. It's a demo. All right. Well, it's time Proof for time for this guy. It's a me, Mario. It's this guy again. With our uh, little game we like to play called Guess My Game, and we bring Guess my game. sound and audio from games of old. And we play them for each other and see if each other can guess what games they are. Uh, the tradition is I start first, and I will do that today with this clip. Ryan, are you ready? Oh, I am so ready. All right, guess what this is. Chat room, feel free to pipe in if you know. Sounds like a, is this a, like a, a StarCraft like? <laughs> no, it's not. All right, so I'll tell you what it is. Well, I'll give you an era. No, wait, I'm still guessing. All wait, right. people are still guessing. All right, I'll give you an era. The era is, let's give it the year 1998. Platform. This definitely feels like a, it's, it's a platformer. It's not a top-down game. It no, no, no. So I mean, the platform, I'm just going to say the platform no. you would play this on is the Nintendo 64, and you would play it nowhere else. 64 bits, huh? Yeah. It's too action-based to be Metroid. <laughs> it's not Metroid, I can tell you that. That's I'm a, really having a tough time placing that one. Give you another that, hint. Another hint. Rare saw a rare uh, who, oh, who okay, Nintendo rare. at the time owned them, um, right. I think, didn't they? Or do they just publish for Rare? I don't remember. I, I think they've always just... I don't think they've ever done... I think they've always published for, for people. I don't think they've ever done anything I thought they else. had some investment thing going. But anyway... You might be right. Because right. Rare was responsible for all kinds of stuff. But anyway... Right. They... Uh, As, are, are, there, are there Marines involved? No. I'll tell hmm. you what, what's involved. There's usually a city of, in front of you, and in the back of it, a big giant truck full of missiles and dynamite that needs to make it through the city without blowing <laughs> anything up. And your job is to clear the way. Is this ringing a bell yet? No, I've never played this game. That's, I played that, that that's pretty hell specific. out of this I game. I should know. This game is called, uh, where is it? Blast Core. Blast Core. Never played it. It's great. And it all, I there think you I've go, chat room. Cover. Courtney got it. Get Blast Core. Yeah. You're correct. I think I've seen some cover art for this. And I remember thinking, oh, it looks cool, but I don't think I ever played it. It's super cool. It's some, I got Oh, completely. yeah. That looks wicked. Yeah, I got super hooked on it. It's basically just like, Destruction in a video game before that was a thing. Like there weren't right. too many games that that showcase that sort of stuff, and you could 
you know, you drive through this place in a big uh, thing. You had a timer, you had to hurry up and then just take down all the buildings in the way of this thing and other obstacles. And sometimes the, the obstacles were harder to get through. So you had to hurry up. And if you didn't, the thing would explode and kill everybody and start over. It was one of the only video games of that era that my dad would play. Uh, He loved this game and would play it for hours and hours and hours. In fact, my mom got mad because I left my N64 at his house once and just said, here you go, Dad, play ah. this. And he and he just played and played and played. And he wasn't really into console games otherwise. But anyway, Blast Core for the N64. If you get a chance to try it sometime on somebody's old N64, you will not be disappointed. It's a good time. You will not disappoint. Not okay. one bit. Brian, I'm about to play yours. I have no idea what this is. Here goes. This sounds like, uh, hold on. This guy, somebody running. Meep, meep. <laughs> Is that you or the game? <laughs> oh, whoa. I'll give you some hits. Oh, you know what I know? I know what this is. No, I don't want to give you hits. I know what it is. But you can't. I want to give you a hit. Right. Here. Two thousand and one. Yeah, two thousand and one. You just got back from the uh, blockbuster uh, with your, and, and you're gonna you're gonna pop this into your PlayStation Two, well, most likely. Hold on. Oh one. Wasn't that oh two? Wait. When this the- was. Uh, this game was uh, initially released in two thousand one. Uh, oh, you're right. For the, PlayStation, for the PlayStation, for the PlayStation Two. If you're thinking of what I'm thinking. Okay, well, this had to be Grand Theft Auto Three then, not Two. Yeah, you okay. got Three. That's right. I was, I was thinking you wouldn't get the Three part. I yeah, thought I maybe Two right. because the date seemed weird to me, but, but also the audio was very mm-hmm. much like a more modern one. Like that sounded like what's yeah. the name running around with his feet on the ground. So yeah, that, yeah was the first, that was the first one, part three, where they kind of really brought it into the oh yeah, no, three kind, was, of, kind of what we think of today. Three is three changed the entire thing. Like it, yep, it yep. changed gaming. Gaming's road or uh, I almost said road rash. Someone in the chat's talking about road rash, but road there, rash. there are moments in video game history where you can just see a, a seismic shift. And Doom is one of those. Grand mm-hmm. Theft Auto three is one of those. Uh, Super Mario sixty four is one of those. Like. Where things in the genre, be it 3D platforming or racing or whatever it is, gets just turned on its ear and changes forever. Grand Theft Auto 3 was one of those. Open world gaming changed forever after that game came out. Yeah, and it, it deserves all the credit in the world. Good call. Good pick. I like that. You like it. I listened to the 80s station when I turned the radio on in there. That's what I would do. Well, of course you did. Yeah. Because you couldn't listen to the late 2009s on that because... It was 2001. There's a freaking fruit fly in here, and I'm going to kill it. The thing is pissing me off. Gosh dang it, fruit fly. Don't bother me. Oh, hey, look at this. There's no fruit here for you. I really don't have any fruit. Do I? Oh, I have a Twinkie over there, but that's fine. It's not uh, not really fruit. (laughs) It's not really a fruit. You're right. Uh, give uh, the news story of the week. This is a big one. I think maybe, possibly, it might be terrible. Who knows? But Streets of Rage 4 is coming. A new what? Streets of Rage game coming from Dotumu and Lizard Cube, the publisher Lizard and developer Cube. of Wonder Boy the Dragon's Trap, which was pretty good, by the way. Uh, yeah. They announced today uh, Streets of Rage 4 in a partnership with Sega. They uh, also involved the creation of Streets of Rage 4 is Guard Crush Games, developers of Streets of Fury, 
and the side-scrolling beat-em-up, or what that was the side-scrolling beat-em-up in 2015 that used digitized graphics. Streets of Rage 4 will feature series veterans Axel and Blaze. An entirely Axel and Blaze, baby. Brand new arcade-style romp uh, will feature classic beat-em-up gameplay, new fighting mechanics, and an original story. According to its creators, the sequel to the night to 1994's hit game on the uh, Genesis, Streets of Rage mm-hmm. 3. It's been since 94, you guys. Wow, man. That's that, wow. 23 years? 24? It's been, a, it's, it's been a while, and man, it looks like it was longer than that when you look at the old, when you look at the graphics and stuff. How were the graphics? They yeah. were uh, 94. That's right. Sega Streets of Rage series kicked off Sega Genesis in 91. The original Streets of Rage was followed by a sequel in 94, and then the 3 in 94, or, sorry, 92 and 94 is the one I just mentioned. Series was fondly remembered for its strong visual style and music from composer Yuzo Koshio. Oh, so wait, so is this, I gotta, is this, is Sega still Sega? I mean, I is mean, this, is, di- didn't Sega get split into like well, pieces they're, as well? they're still Sega in that they're, they, they're but they're kind of like a publishing arm. So they, ha- they right. own all the IP and they publish games. Like for example... If you go play any of the Total War games, you're playing a Sega published title, which is weird right. because, you know, whatever. Which feels dirty, yeah, right? They do that a lot. Um, they don't make, I mean, don't, they don't have their own in-development houses anymore, but there is still that's what, Sonic that's Team. What, that's what makes me super sad because it's like you want, you want that original Sega blast processing attitude behind the development, right? Do so we, you though? got do this we? new version. Do we, though? Do we really want I, that? You know... I, I do. I, I have I a, I have a I soft spot that. for Sega. I do too. I but I love spot. Sega. I was a Genesis guy, but I don't know if I'm. I, I don't. I think I may have had misplaced loyalty back then. Here's here's the thing. Oh, absolutely. When they make a new Sonic game, the current Sonic game that did all right and reviewed pretty good in the last couple of months, that's still Sonic Team. That's still some kind of Japanese Sega related developer. So I don't know how Sega works necessarily now compared to then. But if they really want to make me happy, what you do is a big open world crazy taxi where it's not just take people and drop them off and beat the timer, but a big GTA style open world mission thing where crazy taxi is the focus. That's the game you need to be making. OK, I'll play that right now. If you make that game, I'll buy it. Right. We will, we will stop the boob show right now. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, Streets of Four, Streets of Four, Streets of Four Rages. Streets of Four. Have you, have you ever listened to the audiobook or read the audiobook uh, about the history of Sega and Nintendo? No. Look at you with all your audiobook knowledge. Oh, yeah, man. I was listening to that heavy last summer. I'm trying to remember the name of the book, though, but it's well narrated. What's the name I'm of the book? I'm looking right now. Yeah, I need the book name. I, I'd pick it up. I'd you, keep, you keep doing your thing, and I'll just Google this real quick. Sounds great. <laughs> While Brian does that, I will tell you that you can email this show and have your emails read right here on the air. Boop, uh, burp, burp, can't talk today. Uh, burp, 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 burp. Boop show. Puzzle Wars. Boop, oh, really? That sounds all right. Yeah, I'll check console. that out. It was good. Boopshow at gmail.com. That's boopshow at gmail.com. And we got an email from Carla who says this. Hey, all. If you're looking for a side, hey, sc- say, uh, side-scrolling game that had a great story and pretty tight gameplay, check out The Final Station. Plays great on the Ooh. Switch. Uh, says Carla. So Carla, I looked this up. This is a uh, Switch downloadable and probably on PC and some other stuff, although I don't see it. Enjoying yeah, a Steam. Metacritic score of 80, which is pretty strong. Uh, oh, yeah, I've seen this before. This looks really good. It's, it's, it's something I've been wanting to play for a while. I'm going to read what this says. Uh, let's see here. 
It reminds me of that game I played not that long ago on the show. Uh, what was it? Uh, Black Sail or something like that? Is it a ship where you kind of Where you kind of, yeah, you're, it looks like you kind of fight as you go along. Sometimes you're fighting in, in uh, trains and sometimes you're fighting at stations. Ha! Hmm. Well, it's a 2D adventure, mixes a little bit of exploration, action, apocalyptic world. That sounds good to me. A little bit of microtransaction on the plane, mm-hmm. or micromanagement of the train, sorry. Because I guess there's a train involved. This is based on an old game. That's uh, a good question. Not sure about that. Two years after... Oh, no, it says two years after the PC release. Not that old. Ah. Uh, I'll look into this. I'm interested. I might pick this up. Heck, I might even have this somewhere. Uh, I've definitely looked at it before. It was uh, it was on my wish list for a while. I know. I can't remember if I ever purchased it or not. Mm. Never played it, though. Well, we love your Never recommendations. Please keep those coming, Carla, and anyone else who wants to do that. Boopshow at gmail.com. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Speaking of suggestions, yeah. Justin Hall on Twitter this past week suggested that I pick up Shadow Blade Reloaded on my PS4. And I knew it would be another week before I got my next PS Plus game, so I went ahead and picked it up. It was just a few dollars. If you're a PS Plus member, I think it was around two ninety nine. Shadow Blade Reloaded. It looks interesting. What is that game? What do you do there? Do you know? You take your shadows, and you take your blade, and you reload. And you reload it. Yeah. It's actually a a, a action platformer, uh, and uh, you're the last remaining ninja of his clan. Got him through the challenges levels, challenging levels. That's right. Oh, it's called Shadow Blade Reload. Re- oh, did I say reloaded? Yes, you did. I, I apologize. Reload. I and they, this is on the this is on the Steam as well, yeah. but it's uh, fourteen ninety nine over there as opposed to just a few bucks on the PlayStation Plus. Yeah. So this is interesting. Action platformer set in a visually striking world. Your ancient teachings of ninjas, samurais clash by the modern landscape. Da, da, da. This looks all right. Let's get. Let's get. Twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. That's that's not too long ago. I play games from twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. Still, I'm okay with it. Oh, this looks nice. For a few bucks on your PlayStation, can't beat it. Yeah, look at that. All right. More Metroidvania, if you didn't have enough. Mm -hmm. Something about this looks... Oh, you know what I know this from? This was a mobile game. You had the original? No. How was it? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Shadow Blade. The reload is the PC uh, PlayStation Probably. Shadow Blade. Shadow Blade. Yeah, look at that. iOS, iPhone... Uh, probably on the other thing too. Yeah, I have this on iOS. It doesn't look cool as that is near as cool as that looked. That looked way. No, cooler. this look. Yeah, reload. I think they also did some graphics engine stuff because no, the mobile version does not look nearly as sweet as the reload. Uh, hmm. No, it looks good. I'm, I'm gonna have to look into this. All right. Well, well, well done. Well said. Well, go, uh, well done, everybody. Thanks for that recommendation. Well that was fine stuff there you gave us. Uh, it's going to do it for the show. Big thanks to everybody for hanging around. And listen, if you stick after the show, we'll give away a couple of game codes. So don't go anywhere. Frogpants.com slash boop is our website. Boopshow at gmail.com is our email address. And as always, if you are interested in being a part of the larger show, you can send us those emails. We'll read them on the show. You can also follow us, uh, follow us on Twitter at boopshow. Brian's at the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson. And the show, of course, is at boopshow. Boopshow.reddit.com. If you are more of a Reddit type, I know you guys exist. Uh, so get Sing on it. over there for that stuff. And it's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, and for all of you, see you next time.
show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. Yeah.